Welcome to Copper Courier's The Conduit, your connection to what's happening in Arizona. I'm your host, Cameron Stevenson, and today we're going to take a look at what the first weekend after the governor's stay-home order ended was like, and we'll be talking with one of our reporters who got to experience Mexico's new border security measures firsthand. Although we're only in phase one of Governor Ducey's plan to reopen the state, places like Mill Avenue and the Salt River seem to be as busy as ever. Tubing at the Salt River and Mesa reopened this weekend, and thousands of people went out to enjoy the great outdoors. Some social distancing guidelines were being followed. Everyone was required to wear a mask before they were admitted entry into the river. But by the looks of all the photos and videos taken at the Salt River over the weekend, people were barely six inches apart from each other, let alone six feet. Similar scenes of big groups jam-packed together in close quarters could also be seen at restaurants and bars outside of the University of Arizona in Tucson and Arizona State University's Tempe campus. And even though we're only in phase one of this reopening plan, none of this is actually illegal. That's because the social distancing guidelines outlined by the governor are only suggestions, not requirements. And not only that, but his order tied the hands of local leaders. Uh, we talked with Tempe Mayor Mark Mitchell last week about how difficult it is for him to enforce any sort of social distancing guidelines just in his city. Uh, it's a complicated process, to say the least. No changes about enforcing social distancing guidelines have been announced yet, and our neighbors down at the southern border aren't as confident as Governor Ducey is that the worst of the coronavirus pandemic is behind us. To protect their country from what they see as a serious health risk, the Mexican government added a series of health checkpoints at the border to reduce the risk of coronavirus outbreak from U.S. visitors. Alicia Baron, a reporter for Copper Courier, went down to Nogales to see what Mexico's border security is like. When she got back, I spoke with her about her experience. Hi, fine, thank you. That's all accurate and correct. Yeah, I just want to hear a little bit about your experience. Could you talk a little bit about what the setup is like over at the border? Sure. Okay, so it's literally about five minutes from my house. So um, we drove down there. My dad drove, and I was in the passenger seat. It takes about five minutes to actually get to the port of entry. When you pass into Mexico, first you have to stop on, like, three speed bumps. And someone, I don't know if they write down the type of car, the license plate, just the, or the amount of people that are going in, but someone's on a clipboard, and then there's a nurse by with a little like red sun gun and they will take our temperature so first my dad who was driving and then myself and then the girl asked specifically if either one of us had had either a headache or a fever in the last few days and then they also asked if we were the only two people in the car and once we said yes we waved it through and then you see like the cars start stopping like the driver's um, get closer to that little uh, sanitation tunnel and you stop the car, you get out. My dad always locks it. <laughs> and then, um, so if you're not familiar, the guy that's there, the official will kind of show you that you walk through, you do one turn and then you come out the other side. And then you can get back in your car and, and go on through. So just to recap, in order to get into Mexico, they first check your temperature and then ask if you have had any health issues recently. Well, it's... yeah, but specifically headaches and fever in the last few days. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So they, so they ask to check if you had a fever or headache in the last few days, and then they check your temperature, and then you drive up to the, the sanitation tunnel, and you got to get out of your car and walk through. And then once you've gone through that, you're allowed to go into the country, right? 
Correct. And as far as I was looking at, when my dad gave me a local newspaper, of, uh, it's called El Diario de Sonora, and I was reading about the tunnel and uh, like what, what it is you're being sprayed with. And it's, as far as, I mean, if I'm translating this correctly, it's the water-based solution that's biodegradable and it's a disinfectant. And as far as what they say, um, it's like a protector or something that goes over that'll like shield basically your skin or and your clothes that's sprayed for the next 24 hours against any, like it protects it against vi any virus or bacteria, including uh, the coronavirus. Okay. And how does this differ from how it, you, how it normally is going down into Mexico? Well, you, okay, so before this and all my time growing up and up until the coronavirus hit, it's just no temperature taken. You're just kind of like either waved through or you go through a speed bump where you either get green uh, to go through or red for a quick inspection of like your trunk and stuff like that, but nothing that required you to really get out of your car and walk through a tunnel. So it was more um, swift and nothing that was really um, had to do with health. Yeah, yeah. I know in, in my past going down, crossing the border took seconds. It was like driving down any other road pretty much. Um, yeah, yeah. Like you're either way through or it's a quick inspection, but nothing that big. Yeah. Now, it, coming back into the country, it took a little bit longer. Was it a similar process coming into the U.S., or maybe you could explain that a little bit? So most people that live on the border that uh, frequently go between, them, like, Mexico and the U.S. have a pass that's called a Sentry Pass, S-E-N-T-R-I. And you apply for that, and it basically puts you, like, in a fast lane in your car, or and if you're a pedestrian, there's, like, nobody in that lane so you can go back and forth so since i do not have when i don't go that frequently my dad had to drop me off and i had to stand in line for about an hour and then call him once i was close so he could go pick me up on the american side and there was only one uh border patrol agent uh like uh, serving the entire line which is why i think it was so slow and it took me about an hour to cross and when you came into the U.S., did you have to do anything similar health-wise? I mean, there's lines, there's tape on the ground that are, like, sort of saying where you should stand. And I think people, and we had, for the most part, people were abiding by those, like standing social, we're practicing social distancing before crossing and back into the U.S. So going into Mexico, you had to go through health checkpoints. Leaving Mexico and entering the U.S., you did not have any health checkpoints. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, other than uh, things on the ground for social distancing, they didn't ask you anything about your health or or anything like that to get into the United States? The only question I was asked what was uh, what my business had been in Mexico, and I answered it. If they, I was getting footage of the tunnel. I didn't exactly specify I had gone through it, and then he just waved me across. Okay, so so coming into the U.S., it's it sounds like it's pretty much business as usual. That's, I mean, that's not out of the ordinary from any other time that you would cross. That is correct, exactly. Even the line is not is business as usual. The only thing was that there's one agent up there as opposed to maybe two or three. Okay, that makes sense. Well, thank you very much for documenting this. Um, the photos you got are really interesting. The video you took. Uh, 
I think paints a very good picture of what it's what the process is like. Uh, we'll have that on our website, coppercurrier.com, and we've also got it on social media. Uh, Alicia, again. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you very much, and uh, we'll talk again soon. For The Conduit, I'm Cameron Stevenson.